What are your requirements for lead managers? Lisa, you want to talk about it? Uh, I mean, primarily fluent English, probably having lived in the U.S. or or sold to U.S. clientele. Sales is a big one, customer service, um, really a a drive, a drive really driven by commissions, really driven by helping people. Um, And someone who's not burnt out easily over the phone doing repetitive phone calls day in and day out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looking for somebody, you know, somebody who is who's hungry uh, and hungry and humble. Like mm-hmm. that's and that's yeah. that's key combination. Mike check, good. Mike check, Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. Esteban, so do you guys have actual lead managers in your company as well? So I know you guys are all about, you know, lead generation. Do you guys also have lead managers and actually like appointment setters? Yeah, so we we currently, uh, again, I'm, I think I've gotten real good at partnering up with the right individuals. Uh, we have lead managers that would, uh, we call them, there's two types of lead managers that we have. There is the inbound only leads, lead managers that would basically, uh, we call them inside sales agents slash follow-up specialists that would go ahead and call all the leads that have gone in, opted mm-hmm. in into the funnel and continuously do that until like appointment is booked. Uh, or live transfer is done. Uh, and also there's other, the other lead managers, which are going to go through the entire pipeline, make sure that the pipeline is organized, being followed up, that the leads are being touched, that uh, every single lead is getting the attention that they need uh, to, again, book appointments or do live transfers. That one is more like a, like a follow-up specialist, whether that's like after the lead is generated or after mm-hmm. the lead is claimed as that you know that is the other type of one that we have and that one requires a little bit more effort to get because the inbound one it's uh it's a little bit uh more streamlined right now but the, the, the second lead manager we also call them appointment setters uh, yep. so we have appointment setters as well a slash follow-up specialist a slash lead manager doesn't matter what you call you know they have they have this mission right uh but that's that's something that we definitely do uh, right now. And I'm going to start, uh, uh, well, we just started doing uh, creative financing acquisition with an ex-client of mine so that we go through, you know, the Michigan market and the Florida market in order to acquire properties using using creative financing. So that's also a pretty exciting thing. It's a pretty exciting thing to do because creative financing is huge, especially, yeah. you know. Is it, right. is it Pace Morby? Is it Pace? No, I wish it was Pace Morby. <laughs> I'd be like, man, you're in the big league. <laughs> <laughs> I just invested with Pace Morby on a 400-unit apartment in Charlotte, though. Oh, nice. Uh, I saw that. I saw, okay, I didn't know who yeah. it was. Oh, cool, yeah, man. no, his name is Johan, and basically what we're doing is partnering up 
uh, to go after creative financing opportunities in Detroit, well, just outside of Detroit, uh, suburbs of Detroit and uh, Florida. Uh, most, uh, most importantly, is South Florida because uh, it's our backyard as well. Uh, he used to be a client of mine and that basically he reverse engineered uh, how I did my marketing. And then he's like, oh, Esteban, I don't need you anymore. I, I just figured it out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, are you serious? <laughs> Smart. Yeah, yeah. We, ended up, we ended up talking after, you know, creating a relationship. And uh, yeah, now we're partnering up. It's kind of funny, you know? <laughs> man, that's cool. Yeah, you never know how it works out, right? Yeah. From... <laughs> Client to partners, that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. So man. I definitely, there's always opportunities for like us uh, do work in the future for whatever it is. I'm always open to work with like really great individuals for however I can bring value to you or you can bring value to me or to my team or to my family, whatever that is. I'm always there, guys. Okay. Um, man, we're going to, uh, so see, there's the next, the next CG event is in uh, Tampa in the end of june man it would be it'd be awesome to meet up maybe if you can drive up there because there's a lot of big players and uh, maybe you can get some business out of that let's do it should i join cg oh dude yeah no 100 man like these are like for wholesaling these are the biggest the biggest wholesaling operations yeah so wholesaling or like investing like uh, to... mostly so the biggest i'd say it's the biggest wholesalers uh, there's, you know, some, some buying holds there as well, some flipping, um, but like, just to give you perspective there, so there is, um, you, I don't know if you heard the guy's name, uh, runs property force. I think they're out of Fort Lauderdale. So they're yeah. doing $4 million a month. Uh, there's Phil green from San Diego. Uh, forget the guy, the company name. They're also doing $4 million a month in flips and, and wholesaling. There's uh, Frank Cava from Richmond. Big, big operation there. Um, Corey Brewer, I think from uh, Pennsylvania, they're doing like, I think like over 200 deals per per year or maybe 300 range. So like, yeah, just big, big gorillas in the business. You mean proper force? Uh, the guy, uh, the owner, I think, what's his name? It's he, it's Nielsen Solomon? Um, no, the, that's... The Neil Solomon? I don't think it's Neil, but it's the guy. Yeah, he's the founder. I mean, he was yeah, like he was he was there at the, at the event. Yeah, he started it. Okay, interesting. Because uh, someone in the executive team of um, Proper Force lives in my building, and I haven't met him, but I have. Oh, to. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was just told this like two days ago, and Dude, I was the like, guy. The guy loves to travel, man. He's he's all about he's all about travel. So yeah, could be a okay. Awesome. Awesome. Hey guys, uh, I don't want to end this, but I do want to ask you a question. You guys talked about how having that physical human interaction with your team is super huge for you. And you've been doing this quarterly. I have a problem of like how to figure out I can get my team together and like put them into a place or like get them in so like they can meet the, the rest of the team, right? Because um, yeah. all of us are remote. Uh, are you guys doing that for your entire team oh, right man. now as well? Dude, you, point? you asked a fantastic question. It's in the works. <laughs> yeah, so we got a, a third business partner who's all about that. He's he's very much kind of like, man, we got we to gotta meet in person. 
and he's leading our disco side. And so what he's doing there is, is an experiment. He's like, guys, if we can get to a million dollars a month or close to it, in two the months next in a row, two months in a row, we're going to all meet up together. And that team is rallying and pulling together like oh crazy. Oh my God. So, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm so not, tying an incentive to that, just like a big, where the big, team comes together and works together, man, I, these guys are working 1am their time, picking up phone calls, reaching out to get creative solutions. They're so behind this goal because they want to meet. So it's, yeah, creating that team culture and that team uh, camaraderie where they work together. Yeah, and I think that um, we, you, you mentioned something about how they need to perform to a specific level and then they will get this. Yeah. Uh, and I think that people just work on mostly on incentives, positive incentivization or whatever that is called. Mm -hmm. Pardon my, pardon my English. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> next time we do it in Spanish, and I try to learn. <laughs> do it in Spanish next time. But it, it's such, it's so amazing how you can tell people, hey, look, if we get this, if we get to here, mm -hmm. uh, and we're here, uh, you will get also this, mm -hmm. and how they're gonna work better, as opposed mm -hmm. to, uh, if you don't do this, you get this taken away. Mm. It's such a different. And, and mindset. drastic mindset and, and way of doing things because mm -hmm. uh, I used to I used to kind of be this person yeah. and, uh, until I learned to be a better leader. Um, you guys are driving your team to help you beat two months in a row, a million a month, and that's a big goal. But how far are you guys to a million a month right now? Yeah, so uh, I think right now this month we're gonna get to the biggest month that we've ever had. Uh, it's going to be about 660, 660,000. So uh, not quite there, but man, it's it's bigger than anything, you know, that we've had. We've so had humble. Before. So freaking humble, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, well, we, get, we can get two of those months in a row. We're not telling the team, but the guys already said, man, if they can get if they can get that level two two months in a row, we're going to we're going to make it happen because they're they're pulling out all the stops. Yeah, I think that Um, the way that you guys currently operate and, and do everything, I think that's completely, completely doable. What do you, what do you think that you guys need to pull off in order to get there? Yeah, our biggest, uh, biggest issue right now is a little bit, we've had some uh, instability on our lead manager side because a few of our folks just had big, you know, personal issues. One guy had a concussion, a uh, big uh, concussion from playing rugby. So he had to leave. Uh, one guy had a heart attack and then another guy, um, yeah, just had like, you know, personal trauma and issues with alcohol. So, yeah, so we're, you know, actively hiring, uh, lead managers to, you know, to fill in the gaps. I think once, once we get that and, uh, then we get one more acquisition manager, I think, you know, with that, we'll, we'll definitely hit the million dollar mark and more. What are your requirements for lead managers? She's on, you want to talk about it? Uh, I mean, primarily fluent English, probably yeah. having lived in the U.S. Or, or sold to U.S. clientele. Sales is a big one, customer service, um, really a, a drive, a drive really driven by commissions, really driven by helping people. Um, and someone who's not burnt out easily over the phone doing repetitive phone calls day in and day out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Looking for somebody, you know, somebody who is who's hungry uh, and hungry and humble. Like mm -hmm. that's and that's yeah. that's 
key combination. Yeah, you, you put that together and we can do, you know, we can do the coaching and man, you see fantastic results. Well, let me introduce you to to my team. I have I have two okay, two teams for recruiting and two people that I go to. One is our internal uh, remote Latinos, which is more of like Latinos that's make it happen. And the other one is a uh, the recruiter that has been able to help me get like higher level skill sets, such as for example closers, um, such as for example operations managers, things like that, um, mm -hmm. developers. So I can potentially introduce you to the man that that will get this type of individuals that fit your criteria. All right. Uh, obviously, there is many other. Uh, people out there that will even have a program to 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 train your call them appointment setters, call them follow up specialists, uh, lead managers such as Cole Gordon. I don't know if you've heard of him. Can you take some notes, Cole Gordon? Huh? Yeah, Cole Gordon has a really great program. Uh, it's called Closers That IO, and uh, and he trains closers and he trains also appointment setters and he also uh, plays them places them. But they're very expensive, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. But you can just go for the recruiting part of okay. it, like you know what I mean, like because he has an entire program, and uh, you can speak with my uh, partner. Um, he lives in my building, and we're really good friends. Um, and um, and he has helped me a lot find my closers and other clients' closers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Which in reality, a lead manager should be a closer mindset, but specifically focused on managing the leads in a way mm -hmm. to follow up and things like that. Just like what yeah. Tiffany, Tiffany uh, talks about, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, awesome. What about you? What about you, man? What's, uh, what's your biggest hurdle right now? What's, uh, what's your need? Great question. Uh, I think that one of my biggest hurdles right now is like finding the right leaders and executives in my company so that I can fully like deattach myself. So yeah. for example, managers, right. Or like see ex executives uh, to do that. And, I, and it's also being, I've been complacent in like, I've been uh, very comfortable in not looking for them because I'm be like, Oh my God, I'm just getting to that step now. And like, it's, it's kind of like this feeling, but I have to do it for the, for the best for my company. Cause I realize sometimes that I, when I step in into meetings, I am the freaking bottleneck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's things that there, that I suggest that are not necessary. That are things that, you know, I, I put more work and pressure into the situation and when things are already flowing. Uh, and, and that's because I have these crazy entrepreneurs in mind. I'm really great at startups, but like once a company is like established, like, and it should, needs to grow, you just have to get it with like, more clear-minded individuals that uh, are, you know, more leveled and not too crazy like me, you know? <laughs> they need to focus, yeah. Right. They need to be operating in their zone of genius. Exactly. Uh, so that that's kind of my thing. What, what, what suggestion do you have for that? <laughs> Man, that's interesting. I, I would say put together a really clear job scorecard of yeah. what you're looking for in that key leader. Um, be as specific as, po as possible and, uh, you know, figure out how that person's going to help take that load off of your plate and, and then, and then utilize an assessment that zones in on their zone of genius to make sure that they're in the right role before you hire them. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. 
Love that. That's definitely our uh, goal as well is to hire yeah. the right leaders so that we can step out and work on bigger picture vision. Yeah. You're so, using language that I love that people use. Um, honestly, uh, it's the operation side of the business, something that I feel like I'm, I'm good at, I'm not the best at, that I had to hire. And I ended up hiring someone for it, getting them into like different programs for it. Um, we looked at different operations and COO type of uh, programs that have helped really, really well. Um, but at the same time, it's something that is what's going to glue the company together, right? So is that what you're currently doing right now, Lisa, like in a sense, or what's uh, what's 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 your current main role and job yeah it's it's hiring for sure it's it's hiring the right people yeah. and, and learning how to filter properly filter candidates in the right position yeah so she's our she's our you know recruiter she finds the talent and i am currently sitting in the, the ceo ceo role uh but i would love to hear what, what are those programs that you're talking about that have uh, really yeah been- absolutely so there is um there is remote integrator uh program it's called Remote Integrator uh, by Scaling with Systems. It's a program that, you know, it, it's, it's a company that is really based on systems and operations. The owner of that coaching program in the company, that's how they scale their company. Uh, they're very systematized. They're very, like, analytical, too. They're very, like, uh, process-oriented, and it was pretty great. So I'm going to take... Uh, my operations managers through that program. Um, and it's called Remote Integrator and the company Scaling with Systems? Scaling with Systems, yeah. And the other one uh, that I was looking into was obviously uh, EOS. Um, what was the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the program for them. I was looking into them, but I also was looking into COO Alliance, um, which is kind of like a higher level type of program that will take all the CEOs in order and take them through like an accelerator to, to, you know, to just to grow and help them grow the companies uh, to other levels. But the remote integrator one was pretty great. Uh, You know, definitely, 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 definitely. Um, And that's, you know, that's what we went through. Right on. Yeah. There is also, oh, and there's one program that we took that prepares other operations managers because you know how like operations have the visionary and the implementer operations that one, it's going to be putting all the strategies, seeing all the opportunities in the operations side. And the other one will definitely be someone that will implement, be in there doing the things, can do things. Uh, in the operations side, uh, that one uh, is done by Jana Lee, uh, and basically she prepares your operators. She trains your operators to a level where they can be really good operators, and uh, ultimately helps helps you help them because it's it's going to prepare anyone that has the capacity of functioning like that uh, become a really great operator. Jana Lee, I had her in my podcast. If you hear her podcast, uh, it was it was a little bit short because like I was a little bit late for the podcast, but it was really great. I'm gonna have her in the second episode. 
she has a program for it um, for operators. Uh, let me check exactly what is the there you go. Uh, she does. Uh, a, she has a company called uh, or a program called. Uh, oh my god, I'm not getting it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Uh, it I, I don't know. She basically takes a 360 a view on operations and put the operations degree on a remote company. Uh, and and yeah. she works with the CEO or like with everybody? Operators. So she, she's been CEO always on multiple companies, digital companies. And she, uh, and she helps with, she helps prepare and catapult the operators of other companies now of other digital companies. Got so it. operations managers, right. Uh, see other CEOs too. That one is a really good one to do. And she has a very similar lifestyle that you guys have. Man, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, good to connect. Yeah. All right, brother, if you don't mind, uh, gotta kind of wrap it up here. Uh, any kind of last things you want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. What, what would you say that one of the f- biggest things that you would recommend people to really achieve their goals they in the travel uh, nomad side and and just being able to live the lifestyle that you guys currently have like what are those biggest things that you guys would recommend doing yeah i think just like with business from my perspective i don't know if these would agree just like with business with travel you, you just you have to jump jump in you have to dive in just freaking book a trip and, yeah. and go and uh you know, you'll, you'll figure things, things out as you go along because you're never going to be fully prepared. There's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be reasons not to go, uh, things pulling you back. So just like with business, man, get your, get your ticket, get your, get out of your comfort zone, get out of your comfort zone (laughs) and and go there, man, and and fail forward. You know, there's definitely going to be challenges, uh, but you're going to overcome them. And last thing, oh, sorry, go for it. Oh, I just, just to end with, with this quote, it's my favorite quote, probably of all time. There are seven days in the week and someday is not one of them. Ah, Do it now. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, and last thing is how would you structure uh, your remote team in order for you to do this? How would you structure your remote business in order to do this? I know it could be like a big, big question, but like how, how would you structure it? I would, I would focus on, you know, use the, the theory of constraints and focus on yeah. the biggest, you know, on the, the bottleneck, you know, figure out what is the, you know, the, the bottleneck in your business and attack that, you know, put somebody there that would, you know, increase the capacity. And then the bottleneck moves is going to be somewhere else in the business. Then find the bottleneck again, increase the capacity. So just, Keep going after the bottlenecks. Love that. And the last thing I would say is, um, you know, as the owner or CEO or COO of your business, uh, know what your strengths are and what you're not so good at. <laughs> and, and if you're not good at that, for example, if you're not a salesperson, hire a salesperson in that position and step the heck out of it. <laughs> let the let the people do what they're the best at. <laughs> that is sweet. It's a it's a great. Uh, Thing that we have learned all about you guys today. I think that um, 
I love to have you guys for a second episode. I really love having second episodes for people that we can chat forever and get a lot of content out of this. Just to let you know, if you have loved this episode, guys, for whoever's listening, just share this, like it, subscribe it in all the platforms out there for podcasts. Um, and at the same time, expect different different chunks, cuts here and there of the content in social media um, so that you can share with all your friends, circles and other business entrepreneurs. Um, so that will be it for today. Thank you so much for having uh, putting time into this. Honestly, it's been an honor, guys. It's awesome, man. Hope, I hope I get to see you, brother, in, uh, in June. I hope that we can see each other because it's like right here in Tampa. Oh, before I go, um, are you guys going to continue doing this uh, when Nico is born? Absolutely. That's the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it depends on where the business is and what the needs are for us physically here. But absolutely. Yeah. I think it will be great for those parents that want to travel and have yeah. kids. Uh, like I'll probably shift my blog to parenting abroad. <laughs> ah, that would be a great niche. <laughs> again, what, what's your blog again? Your uh, blog um, culturalfoodies.com. Culturalfoodies.com. All right, yep. so people go follow at culturalfoodies.com. Yep, and then Instagram is at cultural underscore foodies. Okay, culturalfoodies.com. You got it. Yep. Nice. Cool. And right. then I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much right. for being here. Love Thank having you, you guys. Have Take an care. awesome day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.